Daily Dribble. Daily Dribble Podcast, guys. As always, I'm your returning host, Nick Zamet, here recording on the 14th of August after a little week-long hiatus. Two fresh new faces join me. <laughs> two very fresh salads. <laughs> What's going on, guys? Lee here, back again. Mate, you are looking fit and fresh. I've committed to the mullet, but it's a, the thing I asked for. It's a classy mullet. It's a tame mullet. Corporal, you could say. Corporal mullet. I haven't heard of it in that term before, but I rate it. roll I with it. I saw the initial kind of look last night. Yeah. I've seen it in person now. Very, very impressed with how it's turned out. Yeah, turned out. Also joining us with a fresh new, Mr. Rohanker. Yeah, a bit of a fresh cut. Mate, Need one every now and again, don't you? I feel very under, underdressed, <laughs> underprepared for this episode, so I think I'll have to... Uh, Book into the barbershop and get myself a, a fresh new dewy. I tell you what, I'm liking the temporary studio. The listeners might be hearing a bit more of an acoustic sound this, yeah, this episode. a couple of uh, potentially dog sounds coming through <laughs> on the air there with my little Maltese Shih Tzu is doing an absolute number on us as we try and record this morning. Um, so, bless her heart, this will be the first and last time she partakes in episode. Um, guys, we had a little week-long break last week. Been a massive week in terms of news from the NBA and NBL. Yep. That being said, though, we've got a little two-part instalment coming up. We're going to recap the East and Western Conference, uh, kind of revisit our predictions at the start of the season, mm. and then give them a grading for how their season played out. So I'm certainly looking forward to doing that with you blokes now. And Millie. And Millie, <laughs> with her very... Uh, Valuable input, we could say. Valuable, no doubt. She's um, currently barking at some closed blinds. Some closed blinds, yeah. We had to shut out shut out all the uh, outside <laughs> um, stimulation, yet she still uh, hopefully will pipe down soon enough. Guys, before we get into the episode, a big thank you for all the continued support and to our major mm-hmm. sponsors, Intersport. Yep. Uh, it's been another humming week there at the, uh, the Centrepoint Arcade, so yep. it's non-stop action and the basketball shoes, the basketball range, mm-hmm. continuing to expand. Um, we're namely kind of in the Bulls, Lakers, Celtics merchandise, yeah. but a lot of major franchise. Yeah. Keep an eye out for some Doncic, some Curry, some, some uh, other big big names from around the league appearing yeah. soon. So, guys, if you're a basketball fan, be sure to pop into the store there and say hello. Perfect. Let's get into it. We've got a lot to get through. Fifteen teams. We're starting with the Eastern Conference today. Let's start with the Atlanta Hawks. I predicted this season that they'd finish sixth. Now, they ended up finishing fifth at 41 and 31. And my grading, I gave them a B minus for their season just gone. This was partly, they had a bit of a slow start to the season. Mm -hmm. Uh, Once Lloyd Pierce was, I guess, given the flick and Nate McMillan came in, they really turned their season around. Uh, Eastern Conference finalists went down to the Bucks 4 2, but were able to beat the Knicks in what was a uh, quite an intriguing series. I thought it was going to go deeper, but they made mm. quite light work of it mm, yeah. uh, and got past the under-firing sixes. Yeah. Uh, I liked the shooting they had around Trey, but, yeah, I think a B-. minus. So it's a positive season in my eyes, a good step forward for them. Okay. Um, yeah, well, like you and probably like most um, people, most NBA fans, I didn't expect the Hawks to reach the Eastern Conference Finals, you know, yeah. with a new team. You still mm. need to work some things out. Um, but I, I think it's safe to say they did have a very successful season, um, seeing it's most of their first times playing together, mm. um, which is why I've given them a B plus, actually. B plus. Initially, I was a bit worried about uh, their shooting. I thought they had too much shooting, yeah, um, which they probably did. Um, but but Nate McMillan did a ju- good job in um, you know spacing the floor and you know controlling that shooting, which is probably why he um, no he didn't get coach of the year, did he? No, he didn't get coach of the year. But, <laughs> but he, he, he was up there. He was yeah, up he there. Yeah. Um, it's just going to be interesting next year to see how Trey fares with the new um, implemented foul. Absolutely. Did um, you did you give them a little more like I, I guess a boost to their grading just for how resilient they were? They started the season poorly and then. Really bounced back and, as we said, made the Eastern mm. Conference final. That's, that. that's probably the main factor, but just how seamlessly they all fit in together. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. They fit in perfectly, really. Um, I guess at the start of the season, they they certainly didn't. I actually gave them an A-. minus. Oh, an um, A-? I gave them an A- minus because you look at last year, they were 14th seed in the East, yep. 20 wins. They've gone from fifth seed, double those wins. I think they had 41 wins in the end. So it was a massive effort, massive improvement. 41 wins in a shortened season. In a shortened season as well. I I think most people sense that the Atlanta Hawks would improve this year, but I don't necessarily think that many people thought that they would be improving to fifth in the 
in the East and make it to the Eastern Conference Finals. So I think they've definitely over-exceeded expectations, even though many people thought that they would improve. Um, and I think I've given them a bit more of a favourable um, grading in the end because of, you know, they're running the in the Eastern Conference playoffs was amazing really and yeah, i think about it i think I've, I've maybe been a little bit harsh with a b minus no. the way like because they did that that jump they made and i guess i predicted with the the players they recruited they'd still they'd be a good team this year mm. but making the eastern conference finals in a east that was probably the deepest it's been in a long while yeah. is no uh no small feat so a fantastic i guess start for them absolutely a fantastic mm-hmm. grading and jump for them uh, Roy, take us away with Brooklyn. I think this one will be an interesting one. Yeah, Brooklyn. It was a, I've given them a B, okay? So their regular season, they've finished second in the East, yep. which by all accounts is a pretty solid um, solid season overall. But I thought it was a bit of a strange season for the Nets, to be honest with you. Like the return of KD and he looked back to his absolute best yeah, didn't he, when he was playing. Yep. He looked like a top three player in the league. It, it seemed a bit interrupted for me in the fact that James Harden came in a little bit late yeah. and then we also had um, Aldridge, Co- come in. Aldridge come in. We mm. had Kyrie sort of playing one night, not playing the next three nights. It was a bit of a weird Griffin year. Came Blake, in. Like, uh, there yeah. was a lot of change, but um, I thought it was a solid season, but I guess I haven't given them a higher grade because they, they've gone out in the second round of the playoffs. Many people thought they'd be making the Eastern Conference Finals. Um, you yeah, know, definitely. I, I just can't wait to see what they're capable of when all three of those guys are playing regularly. So that was a B, was it? It was a B in the end, yeah. A yep. B. Mm. Ooh, Lee, what did you have? I gave the Nets an A, so a whole grade higher, to be honest. Um, <laughs> even though, like Rose said, they weren't even all together for most of the season. There was a lot of Kyrie gone. There was a lot of KD gone as well. Um, I'm just really impressed how KD bounced back after that injury. Yeah, 100%. I, and I'm sure a lot a lot of other NBA fans thought, all right, he's going to come back. He's going to be amazing but nowhere near the level he was and he almost is to be honest he looked at times and you could probably say probably the best player in the league this season i'd, yeah. I'd say yeah, at times he was there. mvp caliber yep. wasn't he yep. mm. um harden though when when kd and Kyrie were out he carried that team immensely um and he's evolved into such a diverse player yep. mm. i'm just thinking with the way that um lavert and you know jared allen and spencer dinwiddie have developed so far would you rather them on the nets or would you rather harden i think oh. you I, I think you still want your top end talent i think so there. yeah um not and to say five spots on the court at yeah, any given exactly time, right there? yeah um, yeah when it comes to that deep in the playoffs although we didn't see much a little bit this season no. nor dimwitty mm. um so who knows if we pose that question again at the end of next season it could be a different answer yeah yep. before i get my grading i just want to put the little premise on um guys be sure we'd love to hear what you think of our mm, grading yeah, as well yeah. let us know hit us up on our socials with where we went right where we went wrong what you would have changed um and my other little secondary point before i give my grading mm-hmm. so i based it on the sense that a c is a pass a b is, yep um so my my grading for the brooklyn nets was a c minus okay what? wait why no. And which is funny, given uh, as you were saying, an A, a B. Yeah. I've given them a C minus. I predicted they'd finish first. They finished mm. second. Okay, that's fine. I gave them a downgrade for the big fact that we didn't get to see enough of the big three during the season. For there sure. wasn't mm. enough cohesion or chemistry, or um, you know, that kind of played out and developed through the season as they got yeah. into the playoffs. The fact that it was really a finals was a minimum, I think, and mm. they certainly went in as championship favourites. I think this season. Could be seen as a failure. All these blokes are another year old in our KD, beyond 30, Harden beyond 30. Yeah. Um, I think they've really missed an opportunity as well against them. the Bucks. We'll talk about it a little bit later on. Yeah. But they were KD's big toe away from, mm, you know, literally. from going to the Eastern Conference Finals and who knows what would have happened there. Mm. Only making the conference semis, I think, is is underwhelming. is an underwhelming season. So yeah, a C is an average for me. I've given okay. them a, a minus grade. I think yep. it's... Uh, yeah, I think that's more than fair. Flat. More yeah. than fair, given their because you have to take into account both their regular season and that's their it. playoff performance. And I think a lot weighs on the playoff performance. Mm. And the fact that they, as Lee mentioned, I gave them a downgrade because they kind of went all in. Like yes. they've lost yeah. their next ten years. You know, they've lost Allen, they've yeah. lost Levert, etc. Um, 
and for a year that was essentially wasted. So yes. yeah. Uh, yeah, downgrade for me there for I Brooklyn. I think that's fair. I think yeah. I was way too optimistic. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, did, was it you? You a. gave them an A, yeah. Well, let's hear, uh, Lee, you oh. take us away with Boston. Boston. And this is pretty generous too, but I gave them a C- minus yep. um, this time mm-hmm. around just because they did not meet my expectations at all this season. Mm-hmm. I think they played extremely soft, and I know they had a lot of in- injuries, but that doesn't help the fact um, that they are very inconsistent. And it it did hurt. It did hurt them a lot when Haywood went. I think that was yeah. kind of the turning point. Um, it just seemed like though they were sitting in limbo for all of the season. They they have talent, good talent in Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum, but you think it's just not enough to reach that higher potential. And mm. and let me add on to that, Evan Fournier was terrible. Oh yeah. Do you think as a duo, Tatum and Brown, they're both quality stars in their own right, and Tatum looks like he's just an absolute going to be a star, yeah. potential MVP. Do you think that duo though has kind of reached their apex together? Do you think they can go? I think they can go especially like with Jason, other pieces around with Jason Tatum definitely. They, they will continue to develop. Um, in saying that, I think that as good as they are, they won't be good enough to carry the Boston Celtics, you know, very far in the playoffs um, yep. to, to the Eastern Conference Finals, even um, just due to the fact that there's so much other incredible talent in the East. Absolutely. They're continuing to improve, and the Boston Celtics are, can, are sort of plateauing a bit That's and probably thing. declining. Yeah. Um, yep. I'll give my rating. I've given them a C plus. Um, You're the optimistic uh, Boston Celtics fan here. It's probably generous, to be perfectly honest with you, because I was really disappointed by their season, and I'm not. I'm not sure why I was surprised we went as poorly as we did. I guess I was relying a lot on Tatum and Brown, but the fact was that we were very thin. Yep, and we lacked big presence. Um, so. It wasn't really a surprise that we weren't able to match it with the elite teams in the league, but I don't know. I just had my um, Beantown glasses on, I think, <laughs> and I, That's I understandable. had my green glasses on and I thought they'd be better than they were. Interesting to see how the addition of Schroeder goes mm, next year yes. on a minimum contract. So, just quickly, like we're not going to do odds and ends and, or anything, yeah. but that guy threw away an absolute uh, bag, oh. didn't he? he? What was it? Was it three years and 84 yeah. million? Or was it four yeah. years? Three years three or four, or four years four. and 84 million. And yeah. he's taken. He's got a one-year deal at five point eight million. Yeah, greedy, greedy man. Brutal, brutal. Dude, but I welcome him in the green. That's for sure. Twenty-seven. <laughs> who knows? A good season with the with the Celtics mm. could potentially try and recoup a little bit of that yes. money. But he really blew it, didn't he? Do you think they should have cashed out on Marcus Smart? Um, he's the heart and soul of the Boston Celtics. Mm. Um, he's a bit of a barometer, as I think you've mentioned is. before, hasn't he, Roy? Like when he's playing with heart and you know doing the little one percenters, mm. then they look like a much better team. Yeah, he's a, he's a guy from the from an outsider's perspective that you would look at as his trade bait because he might present yes. a bit of value, particularly on the defensive end. Um, but I think it's like ripping a part of the heart and soul out of that team, which you just don't want to no. do. It's not good for the culture. Couldn't see Definitely. him in any other colours either, to be honest. No. I gave Boston a D. Yeah, um, fair. I predicted yep. they'd finish fourth, finish seventh at 36 and 36. For a team that, as you said, Roy, they mm. should be trending in an upwards trajectory. They just seem like plateaued is the perfect word. Yeah. Um, and they certainly need a shake-up. So uh, a D rating was what Boston got from me. I'm nodding my head. Sort of similar to when you're just copying an absolute beast yeah. off your teacher in school and they said you're not, you haven't, you've been distracted all year and you haven't been good you've enough. You've got to sit there and yeah, take it, don't yeah, you? Yeah, you do. Yeah. Place the music. <sighs> okay. Uh, oh, I feel like we might double back to you, Lee, as okay. our residence Charlotte yeah. fan. You, you take us away on this one. I've given um, the Charlotte Hornets this year a C plus, and that's mostly because this year we've seen signs of improvement for the first time in a long time. Um, we have a franchise piece to build around in LaMelo Bowl. Um, we've seen, you know, Terry Rogier turn his game around completely. He's, he's, this year is outstanding. Mm-hmm. Um, even Miles Bridges, he's shown he can do more than just dunk. You know, he was yep. putting up threes during the season. Um, there are some points of, of the season that I was a bit disappointed in, namely the end of the season when I think they, they had a like Big five, five mm. loss streak and they could have um, clinched the eighth spot to go on the play in, in a good spot with one win, but they didn't get it. But, yeah, I, I agree. I think they, I, I gave them likewise a C plus yeah. predicted that finished 10th um, and they did finish 10th at mm-hmm. 33 and 39 battled with Hayward only playing 44 games. I mm. liked that they picked him up. 
uh, bringing that bit of veteran experience. Again, he's had a horrible run yeah. the last mm. five years or so, hasn't he? Yes. But gave them a slight positive just for the fact that they were fun to watch. They were, yes. 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 Lamello was, has fitted into the league seamlessly. Um, and, you know, some of those young pieces are mm. really exciting. Seeing Terry Rozier go off on, yeah. you know, a couple of instances was just must-watch yeah. ball. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I, yeah, I gave them a slight positive just for the sense that it was exciting to watch Charlotte Again, yeah, I'd absolutely echo everything you just said, and likewise, I gave them a C plus um, based off their performance this year. Yeah, probably they probably did deserve it, maybe a C because they finished where most people thought they did. But mm. I'm I'm in your court, Nick. They they were really fun to watch, and it was probably one of the more entertaining teams to watch this season. Obviously, aided by the Charlotte Hornets commentator yeah, on a nightly geez. basis, but they're on the way up, and I think you've seen more than enough this year to be happy if you're a Charlotte Hornets fan going forward. You happy? And I you're am a Hornets happy. fan you know, going forward because you've locked in. You know big what? Money I, I feel like most people forget, and I do to an extent, that Lamelo had that injured wrist for a majority yeah. of the yep. season. And like you said, Haywood was down. We had Devontae down for a fair bit. It, it, and that's why I also gave him a C plus because I they did finish where I expected them to, but mm, yeah. with some casualties. Excellent. Let's go ahead to the Chicago Bulls. Uh I predicted they'd finish 12th. Mm. They finished 11th at 31 and 41. I mm. gave them a C grading. Yeah. Um, just pretty much just scraped by. Mm. Yeah. Uh, I gave them a positive for getting Vooch. Yeah. Um, I think they've now got a big man they can build around. He was really a, sortly, a, a sought-after piece for he many was. teams. And I think going back to Boston, that's where I gave them a downgrade mm. for the mm. fact they didn't address their big man issue and namely get Vooch. Yep. Uh, but then I gave them a downgrade because they didn't look as good as I thought they would once Vooch was in the lineup yeah. with, you know, Levine and Markinen mm. and, and Coat. Um, so <laughs> it kind of balanced out there somewhere. Mm. Uh, developed it some uh, some nice young pieces now. Shout out Apex. Pat Williams has <laughs> yes. looked uh, good and he's looked good in Summer League as well. Um, and Kobe White as well in yeah. that sixth man role looked quite um like quite a force. Electric, yeah. yep. Uh, but again, they're just a team that's kind of wallowed in mediocrity mm. again this year. Yeah. Um, shaping up as a big season next year in the Windy City, though. Mm. So look out there. I'm certainly excited to see what they can do. But for this year, it was just making up the numbers and being in that middle of the track once again. Mm-hmm. That's fair. Yeah, I've given them a C minus. Um, I think they probably slightly underachieved this year, to be perfectly honest with you. Um, I, di- I did like the pickup of Vooch in the back end. I think that Levine is the type of player who is really fun to watch and he's a prolific scorer, but it's becoming really evident to me. It became really evident to me for the majority of this year that he's not the type of player who's necessarily going to carry them into playoff contention, yeah. which is we're not going to go into the new recruits, but which is why they, these new recruits are so important because mm. very reliant on Zach Levine, particularly before they got um, Vucevic, um, sort of seemed like a bit of a mirror image compared to last year as well. It was just yeah. sort of, as you said, they were wallowing in mediocrity. Yeah. They were sort of in no man's land for a fair chunk of the year. They never looked truly um, contenders um, for, for even playoffs, really. They had a little good run. I think it was towards the middle of the season where they looked like they could be a playing team. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that fell off the tracks quickly, didn't it? It did. Next year's going to be fun, though, to see them. Oh, next year. They're, I mm. reckon they're going to be up pretty close on the top of a lot of people's league pass accounts. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. So it was a C-minus from you, right? Yeah. Lee? I've gone down even further. I've gone to a D. A, uh, a, D, a straight D? A straight D. I did, I did find their season quite underwhelming just like the Celtics I feel like they sat in limbo for a fair bit of that um for a fair mm. bit of that season they did pick up Vooch um which was good but it pretty much made Laurie Markkinen obsolete he's he is what the happened last season or two he's yeah. got a guy he's I mean a player with potential but he's, he's a player with, with potential they got Vooch and Vooch just does everything Markkinen does but better um mm. and then in in regards to Zach Levine Rose exactly right in saying that he's 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 not the player to carry um the Bulls even to the playoffs and you you see it around the league you see it with Bradley Beal mm. you see it with um people like DeMar DeRozan when he was on the Spurs there's just these types of players that are great individually but don't have what it takes to carry their team alone to well, now we'll get to, to see DeRozan and Levine yeah. won't we yes yeah. Yeah. look yeah. out there you add, Shru- uh, no, I was about to say Shruti. Add Ball. You oh. add Caruso. Oh. They're, they're gonna be just a, a fun watch, <laughs> aren't they? Um, I'm looking forward to seeing them next season. Roy, take us away with Cleveland. 
Cleveland, Cleveland, Cleveland. Let me just find my notes. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, um, I've given them a... Um, <laughs> That's textbook <laughs> That is textbook I've given them a D. Um, the reason being is I, I sort of expected this to happen, but at the same time, I... You just expect after a little while that they are going to show signs of improvement. Um, it's sort of just been, a, likewise with the Bulls, just a mirror image of, of last year, just very poor for the majority of the season. What I did like was their recruitment of Jared Allen, a legitimate um, big man with potential as for well. For the future. Yes, yeah. So they're building for the future. Um, for me, though, I, I'm finding it quite difficult, even with the recru- um, recruitment of Evan Mobley in the draft, to see too much, uh, to see the light at the end of the tunnel at this stage. Yeah. Um, I think if there is light, it's going to be a fair way down the track. Um, it's like a, a four to five year plan, doesn't it? It does, see yeah. Garland, mm. Mobley, and you, Allen develop, doesn't it? You're sort of expecting this <clears throat> to happen over the coming few seasons as well. They've got a, quite a thin roster. I think, like, Jared Allen. And Mobley will be interesting to see how they work together. But Sexton and Garland, after that, drops off at an enormous cliff. And I think that's an issue. Um, So, yeah, I've given them a D, um, probably where I thought they would be. But I'm just disappointed they didn't really show much signs of improvement overall. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Lee? I gave them... uh, I've gone down further again. I gave them an E+. An E+. E+. I mean, I'm going... Are, are You're we, no one's sinking down to the Zs today. But I, I gave them an E+. Plus. Like Rose said, it was Isn't nice. Your, oh, no, I was going to say keepers. No, don't worry. I was going to ask you a question. Keepers, surprise. It, it, it was nice to see them acquire Allen, like Rose said, but they didn't do a heap. Um, we're grading these teams on their team as a whole. If it was grading the players individually, it'd be higher because each player on that team did grow um, immensely individually. Jared Allen, Colin Sexton... Darius Garland, but because we're not grading them individually, I gave them a C, E plus. E plus, oof. Um, okay, that. I gave them a C minus. Um, you know, I predicted they'd finish fourteenth, so my bar wasn't set too high. I finished thirteenth, twenty-two and fifty. Gave them a positive for getting Allen, as you did, Rogue. Having that kind of centerpiece to build around yep. is huge. Uh, like the strides that we saw from Okoro, Garland. Mm. Uh, so they were all positives. So it nearly mm. had them in the C+. But the big thing that got a big downgrade for me was the team disharmony we saw with Colin Sexton. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, if Garland and Sexton could coexist, that's one of the most exciting dynamic backcourts going around. Um, but with the way Sexton, there was so much... Yeah, disharmony is the word that mm. we'll use. Um, involved and potentially they're looking at getting him on the way out. Uh, that's kind of a step back in their rebuild. It is. Because he, he was gaining some uh, all-star buzz for a while there. Uh, and, yeah, the... Uh, Do you think all hope is gone of those two coexisting going forward? I don't know. It depends. It's a shame with COVID so mm. If they could have, you know, just... Arms around each other, hung out in Ibiza for a while and sunk <laughs> yeah. back some uh, mojitos and whatever yes. the case may be. It might have been okay. Different story. Mm. But, yeah, it, it's it's interesting. It's, it, it'll be interesting to see how it plays out the first couple of games or if he's moved beforehand to see if they're actually going to play, you know, with a bit of passion and a bit of fight for each other and for yep. the team or yep. if it's just going to be going through the motions again. Disharmony in living in Cleveland as well. Not ideal, as not, thought. It's not certainly top of my uh, destination list on the uh, US ra- travel map. I'd rather disharmony in somewhere like Miami <laughs> or, or New York or somewhere like that. Amen. Mm. Amen. Let's go ahead, Lee, to the Detroit Pistons. You asked if I could go lower, and I can. <laughs> lower. I, I can go lower. Oh, dear. They've copped an F. Got? An F. F, yep. And, and let me premise, in terms of this grading, sounds like Nick's um, doing it based off his expectations. Roe might be doing the same. I, I'm more doing it for yeah, how they actually out. went. Yeah. Because, and that's a, good, yeah. that's a good point to mention. Um, probably yeah. should have mentioned that at the top. So our grades might look a little bit different. I mean, that. we didn't have any specific criteria, did we? No, <laughs> we sort of just said, give them a rating. Give them a rating yeah. and let's see yeah. where we go, yeah. which is good. Yeah. So it's good to hear yeah. some uh, different points of view of it. I, I did. There, yeah. there are upsides, as they are to most teams. I'd like to see how Jeremy Grant individually progressed um, on his own. Um, Josh Jackson actually stood out a bit for me, um, coming off that bench role. What I do love that they've done is they've absolutely 
positively admitted that they're rebuilding and that they're, they're committing to it yep. um so in the coming years they're, they're probably gonna be up there up there in the east but this this year wasn't that year yeah yeah that's mm. fair i uh here we go oh here we go so uh i gave them a c plus which is sounds bizarre and i've kind of changed i've toot and froed with this one for a while i predicted they'd finish 13th finished 15th uh it was disappointing a a downgrade given the fact i was so excited to see killian hayes Mm. him and halliburton were my picks for rookie of the year and he went down early with injury Gave them a positive for the Jeremy Grant, like seeing him flourish, mm. have, giving him, I guess, lead scoring and ball handling control. Yeah. Um, gave them a positive for getting rid of Blake Griffin, getting yeah. off that oh, contract, God, because yeah. there's no sense having that amount of money on the books if you're not going anywhere. Mm. Um, and it was good for him. He kind, kind of reinvigorated himself there in Brooklyn. Um, and I gave them a positive as well, and this was the thing that tipped them into the positive mark. It kind of doesn't tie in with their season, but the mm. fact they pretty well tanked and they got the number one pick out of it. Mm, if they absolutely. got the number two or three or fourth pick, I probably wouldn't have rated yeah. them that highly. But getting that number one pick doesn't tie into it, but they've got a, a franchise-altering star now, potentially. I mean, did they make any other major trades? Uh, there wasn't a lot of trades. They, so they got Cade and that's pretty much it. Pretty well it. There's, oh, there's okay. not a lot, but they'll have Killian Hayes yeah. back. They'll have Grant. They'll, mm. There'll be a little bit to like in some of those young players. Likewise, some seeing as Stewart and Dumboya. Um, For sure. You know, some of those young players yeah. have got potential. So compared to how I thought they'd go, I gave them a slight positive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't mind it. I've given them a C-. minus. Um, this year was certainly a rebuilding this year. savage. This guy's a killer. He's the, he's a strict teacher in school, isn't he? But no, I, um, I gave them a, de- uh, sorry, a C minus. Um, I, I, I think it's quite difficult to give them too much of a positive grading given that they were last in the East. Yes. In saying that there were positives, um, you saw what Jeremy Grant could achieve when he was the first option on, on a team, which was quite exciting to see given he's you know, been the third, if not fourth option yeah. for the majority of his career. Um, they've unearthed some really good talent in Sadiq Bay and Isaiah yeah. Stewart, yeah. which is... Yeah, Bay was Eastern Conference Player of the Week or Monthly yeah, at one point. One, one of the two, but he, yeah. he had a really, really good stretch <laughs> there. I think um, overall their roster needs a lot of work. Yes. Um, Cade will help, obviously, um, but... They they they're, they're still going to be quite thin, I think. Um, I hope they're not solely relying on Jeremy Grant and and um, Kate Cunningham to lift them into playoff contention because it's not going to work that way. Um, but I think they'll they'll improve gradually. Another team to look out for in probably three or four years. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yep. Uh, Indiana, I gave them a C rating. Uh, predicted they'd finished eighth. They finished ninth at thirty four and thirty eight. Mm-hmm. For me, this was a season that was, I guess, almost, it could be considered a write-off. Yeah. We didn't have a bubble star TJ Warren at all for the season. Uh, once they signed Levert, which I was excited about. Um, yeah. We didn't really see a whole lot of him. Uh, Sabonis, though, the strides he's making, he is one of the premier big men in the league. Yeah, And great. he is just so mm. potent with his overall game from outside, inside, mm. on the defensive end. He is really... Um, a star and the fact they've got uh, Turner as well. Mm. You look at that starting five for next season with Mr. President, um, yes. Robin, yeah. you know, add Warren back into the fold. You know, I, th- I think it's just a year that's pretty much gone through the through the motions. Yeah. Um, yeah. They couldn't really do much given the injuries that took place. But, you know, they still made the play and lost to the Wizards. Um, so, yeah, kind of just going through the motions to see average grade, what I expected. I've given them a C+. Plus. Um TJ Warren out all season, far from ideal. Um, sort of put them on the back foot right from the get-go, particularly yes. given after his bubble performance. We were sort of expecting... That was just nuts. That oh. was one of the most crazy things, just seeing him go bananas. Did he drop a 50-piece? He did drop a 50-piece. Yeah. yeah, so that, that wasn't great for them. Um, it did put a lot more pressure on Sabonis to carry the team, which he did throughout the course of the season. He and the president were the constant contributors for that team. Um, likewise, I like the recruitment of Karis Levert, sort of sets them up for the future a bit more, another name to um, rely on on a nightly basis. So I think on paper, um, with all their players at full strength, they're, they're a playoff team. Yes. But yes. I think this year, obviously on paper, there were a few red crosses next to some of yes. those names and it sort of came at their detriment in the end. But C+, I think, 
pretty fair. Pretty mm. fair, Lee. What have you got for the I'd, Pacers? I've agreed with you, Nick. I gave them a C this time round. To be honest, I really like their core. They've got a really strong core. Um, in, you know, we, we, we don't need to mention the players because we already have, but I do really like their core. One thing I don't like is their defense right now. You look at Miles Turner and he's a outstanding defender, but it completely just drops off after that. Um, so I'd like to see them improve in that aspect. Yeah. My, yeah. They were, yeah. Sorry, just a team, just quickly. And it kind of particularly not only in the playing games, but pretty much every matchup they had against the Wizards, I was like, there was like 280 combined points mm. scored or whatever. It was just yes. ridiculous, some of those games. In, in the plane, I think the, the over-under was like 244.5, which is just astronomical. Mm, yeah. So they certainly do need to shore up that end. I was just going to ask you guys, are we banking more on them to improve individually in turn improving as a team or are they missing that piece to take them to the next step uh i think like their starting core now is probably you know they're all in and around their Mm. prime uh i think as individuals they're pretty much going to be maxed out now be you know because we've missed warren we've missed all of the gelling as a team and finding that Mm. cohesion to take them to the next level yeah uh i think they've got a really sound core it'll just be about adding some Oh, even their bench has got, mm. you know, respectable pieces. But again, for that starting five, just finding that consistency, I think. Yeah, and agree. Excellent. The Miami Heat, Roy. Miami Heat, I've given them a B. Um, I thought it was still quite a solid season despite not reaching the heights of their finals appearance um, in the in the year before. I think to start the year, though, from memory, they had what I would consider a championship hangover without the championship. They started (laughs) off the season really slowly, looked a far, far stretch from where they were um, the season before. They did bring it back in the end, which which was good for them. Finished fifth in the the end in the East. Um, So I think there was positive signs. I think sixth. I think it was. Uh, I think it was sixth. Was it sixth? Okay. Yeah. Fifth or sixth. Some of the downgrades for them. And these are really big downgrades. And now, in retrospect, I probably should have given them a lower <laughs> rating. Tyler Harrow and Duncan Robinson mm-hmm. were so underwhelming yeah. throughout the course of this season. Um, last season, we thought that they would be the, the next names in the NBA. He in was terms. touted as like the, yeah. the, the hottest commodity. Like yes. Some of the trade packages like I said, yeah. that they were offered and whatever revolved. Like I think John Wall or a couple of different well, other people like revolved like... around here. Harden. Harden was the big one yeah. that Miami wanted to get, but they wouldn't part with Hero. Oh. I feel like they were just um, offering like Tyler Hero and maybe one other piece like Lowry, which yeah. would have been, you know, would have just but you're right. so underwhelming. Um, so, in retrospect, I feel like I've probably been quite generous with Once their, you start with their grading. Yeah, it kind of uh, yeah. changes the tune a little bit, doesn't it? Yeah. So interesting to see if they can turn their fortunes around again next season. Mm. Well, there you have it, Lee. What did you give the Heat? I gave them a C-plus this, this time around. And like Rose had seen that they made it to the finals last year, I felt pretty let down mm. how they how they came, came back in. You do need to take into account that um, they did have a very, very short off-season. I don't know how mm. long it was, but yeah. it, it wasn't long at all. Um, Jimmy Butler was injured for a fair bit of that season, I believe. So that doesn't help. Hero and Robinson didn't impress either. Um, a stat I saw which stood out to me, last year they were the second best three-point shooting team in the league, yeah. and this year they dropped down to the 19th. A lot of it behind Hero and Duncan Robinson. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And that, like for a team that was so reliant and really made their bread and butter in the bubble and their playoff run mm. with that three ball, it certainly brought them back to reality a little mm, more so, I didn't think it? so. Uh, I gave them a D. Okay, yeah. uh, I predicted they'd finish third, finish sixth at 40 and 32. Got swept by the Bucks, which was ugly, but, yes. um, you know, for a team that kind of waxed them the season before, it was a uh, a, a complete switch around there. Um, only four, saw four games from Oladipo, so you can't uh, analyse that too much. But that, that big point of not seeing the growth from Hero and Robinson, mm-hmm. Hero in particular, mm-hmm. who was touted so highly, like they've really kind of a building around him, I guess. Yeah. Um, very disappointed at the pieces they could have got mm. in exchange for giving him up and didn't. Um, the growth there was just non-existent. So mm-hmm. he's really needs a big bounce back here to kind of restore a bit of faith. Yeah. Um, yep. So Absolutely. it's a D for a team that was championship finalists the mm. year prior to sink to a first round sweep. 
Yeah. Uh, it was a D. I think you touched on a big one there as well that we didn't touch on. Victor Oladipo, in retrospect, that, that was not a good pickup at all. I don't know when he's going to be back out in the court. Mm. And with their existing pieces, I don't know if they really needed a player like him, to be perfectly honest with you, um, particularly given we, he's already injury prone. We exactly. don't know if he, he's going he's going to be taking up cap space and he may not be out there for large stretches of time. So that's a downgrade. This season as well, just on that basis, a guy who's so injured, Jimmy Butler's getting a bit older. They had Dragic who's getting a bit older. Like there were yep. a few of those younger pieces. But some of their key older pieces, if they went down and you've got a guy who's that injury prone, they were really risking a lot. They were, yeah. Like if a couple of injuries would have took place, they would have just fallen off a cliff completely. So, yeah, it was an interesting move. Um, Pat Riley going in, all in for one more more shot at I it. think so, mm. yep. Let's go, Lee. Bucks. The NBA champions. Let's go. The reigning champions, <laughs> the Milwaukee Bucks. Believe it or not, I gave them an A-plus um, this time around. And that A-plus... A lot of it comes from the playoffs in general in that playoff yeah. run. I think it gets looked over that they swept the Miami Heat. They swept yeah. them off. Yeah, that's feet. crazy. Um, but they were outstanding in the regular season as well. The acquisition of Drew Holiday really benefited them. Yep. Um, Middleton, I know he's still streaky, but when he's hot, he's absolutely he's on, on fire. He's on the fair as well, isn't he? Yeah. He's on the fair as well. I think he's, just, he's the clear number one clutch player. He's, he's a clutcher. He's more clutcher well, than Giannis, I think. Oh, for the Bucks. For the Bucks, yeah. I thought you meant for the league. Oh, yeah, no, for, for the, the Bucks. Bucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, if they need a shot with one second to go, you're putting it in his hands. Um, and then Giannis, geez, it, he could have gone, you know, the three-time. He was just ridiculous in that finals, wasn't he? Yeah, like, what was. a, uh... the, the first words I ever said about him on this this podcast was he's just an unstoppable force, which yeah. he still is, and he'll probably be so until he retires. Yeah. He, he since, yeah. like, in terms of dominance in the league, yeah. like, who are just unstoppable, him, Shaq. Zion, uh, Shaq. Yeah. yeah, I mean, in terms of all times, yeah. he'll be up there. He's up yeah. there, absolutely. Uh, phenomenal. I gave them an A. Mm-hmm. That would have been an A+, plus, but they, they, they finished third in the regular season, which is all right. They ticked along, did what they had to. Mm. Uh, they kind of, at, throughout the playoffs, they swept the heat, but in a couple of those series, they looked touch and go for a while as if they could yeah. get knocked out at any point. Mm. Saw so the start against the Nets, they were two and zip down. Mm-hmm. Uh, they lost that first game to the Hawks um, against the Suns as well. Were they two? They were two and zip down. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So they didn't come out and dominate from the word go. That, that's the only little thing I didn't mm. give them an A plus for. Uh, I guess congratulations to Bud. They, yes, they stuck yeah. with him. He got his just desserts mm. there. Um, and going all in on Drew was certainly a huge move and in retrospect was probably the the, the turning point mm. for them. It was because, the difference. Yeah, yeah. the last couple of seasons, you know, we thought they should be in and around the pitcher and they've, they've let us down and that's kind of my being, being my big uh, anger towards them. Mm-hmm. But they, they finally lived up to their potential this year. Yeah. So yeah. an A for me. Yeah, I gave them an A as well. Um, another really solid regular season. Um, and it would have been interesting to see what our gradings would have been towards them if they had have lost to the to the Nets in that second round matchup. Um, because I think I think our gradings have improved given the fact that obviously they've gone on to become... Mine would have been a negative. A negative? Well and truly, yep. it probably would have been a D. Yeah, you would have been at your fire, yeah. your most fiery. I would them, have I absolutely <laughs> fire-breathing dragon. I think this year they, they didn't... They almost didn't have as high expectations coming into the playoffs for the simple fact that in the previous two years they'd finished first in the East and they'd still lo- they'd still fallen short in the playoffs. Yep. Mm. This year they had to come up against a star-studded Brooklyn Nets outfit. Mm. So I think people coming into these playoffs weren't even looking at the Milwaukee Bucks as a legitimate threat. Um, but as we saw, they've gone on and taken the title. Um, so I think... Yeah, they, they probably do deserve an A plus, given the fact that they've gone on to become champions. But I guess we have to take into account the majority of the regular season as well. Just quickly, we'll do season previews mm-hmm. for the upcoming season in due time. But just a yes or no: Do you think they can back go back to back? I think so. Yes, yes. I think no. without too much explanation. For what reason? Uh, I think. They didn't get lucky. They deserve to win, and certainly, mm. you know, I'm not taking anything away. Mm. I think the East is getting stronger now. Yeah. The West is stronger as well. It's just going to be harder to get through. Mm-hmm. Um, and if the Nets are at full strength, I know they were the, the punters pick this year, but mm. they are going to be hard to beat. Mm. 
Um, without going into it too much, um, I just my worry with the Nets, and I'm with you in the fact that I think at their best they would be taking a series against Milwaukee. I just don't have faith in them that they're all going to be out there at yeah. the same time. Yep. Um, whereas I think Milwaukee, you know what you... I don't want to say you know what you're going to get with them, but you know that their star players are going to most likely going to be out there. You know what you're going to get from Giannis. I think that the East, as much as they're improving, Milwaukee are still continuing still, yep. to improve as well. So it's going to be interesting to see what they do next year. Be good. The East is going to be like it's been better. Than, like it's been on a gradual incline. Like it's yes. certainly been the West has been the most dominant for the last well, decade or two. Yeah. Yep. But they're really starting to become like a close. Well, close the gap on the West. They really are, yeah. So looking forward to that. Fellas, the New York Knicks, I gave them my one and only A+. There you go. They were... Rightly so. I predicted they would finish last. 15. (laughs) They finished fourth at 41 and 31. Yeah. Um, And we've mentioned it so many times this this season that they just made Madison Square Garden, the mecca of mm. basketball, relevant again. The they brought life New back. York, they did, mm. and that's so huge for the league as a whole. Uh, that, that, like, expectations were zero. I was looking at my notes, mm-hmm. and yep. it was pretty much like what I'd written, zero expectations. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, yep. Most improved player, Julius Randle, oh. what a revelation he's been. Mm-hmm. Uh, they didn't quite have enough to get past the Hawks, but, you know, that I do not detract anything for them for that. No. Uh, also, seeing the development, RJ Barrett again took mm-hmm. another stride um, and quickly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What an exciting prospect he is. But just purely like the fact, fifteenth I predicted, and they finished fourth. <laughs> and just like they're gonna be, they're gonna be so exciting to watch next year. You think of how many. How many Canberra. fans are going to clamour to bust into Madison Square Garden? Because it is once again relevant again. The it Knicks is. are up and about, and I love it. I love it. That, that's such a well, well-deserved well A+. Plus. I gave them an A+, plus as well. Everything that you just said was 100% correct. Who would have saw this end result coming? Really a Cinderella story, isn't it? Oh, it really is. For them to even make... To be in sniffing um, distance of the playoffs, to be hanging around the eighth position, just say, that would have been an overwhelming success given the expectations coming into this season as well. To finish fourth... Home court advantage. Mm. Home court advantage. What are we talking about? They've gone from a laughing stock of the league to, you know, they looked contenders at times um, throughout the year. What I also loved is um, seeing... Derek Rose perform as well, yeah. as well as he did when he came over to the Big Apple from um, from the Pistons, and that sort of brought a bit of life back to him as well. Playing on it, playing on a team that was actually playing well when he hadn't played on a team that had played well in a long, long time. So mm. I was happy with that as well. Lee, what did you give them? I gave them uh, a minus, and if I was going on expectations for them, I would have given them an a plus. I just went back to my older notes to see what I would have wrote about them with my. Yeah, predictions yeah. I, I popped them 14th i went to say oh, what notes did i put i literally put in zero notes on there yeah, because i had no like i had nothing but bad expectations for them so it's very it's the, the only word you can really put for it is like very shocking and just overly impressive mm-hmm. coach tibbs coming in with the coach of the year and really bringing randall out of his out of his shell and That's yeah, my um, biggest for both conferences for any just any part of the league, yeah. that has probably been my biggest surprise this yeah. year, seeing how well the Knicks have done. I am. I think so. Uh, uh, you said you didn't deduct anything away from it, seeing that they um, went down to the Hawks in the um, playoffs, but I do a little bit. Randall did drop off a shelf. Yeah, they, um, they the didn't playoffs. have any offense, did they? Um, no. I, I'm excited to see what Kemba's going to bring. Absolutely, and um, I can't wait for that either, as well as Fournier, a bit of scoring yes. there now. Uh, right. Everyone's favourite team, the Orlando Magic. <laughs> oh, the Orlando Magic. Where did you have them? Um, I've given the Orlando Magic a D, flat out D for disappointing. Um, D for disappointing. There you go. Oh, it was it was really hard to take that end result in the end because Markel Fultz was playing really well at the start of the season. He looked promising, and I thought maybe they're on the way up here, and maybe these players who have been so ordinary and haven't reached their expectations throughout the course of the year. We're going on an upwards trajectory. He then in turn got injured. The Orlando Magic never recovered. They finished with 21 wins. They were really in big trouble when Terrence Ross was their main offensive option. <laughs> he was good, though. Some of the lineups that, was, that oh, came out were all time. Kiki and it's like, oh, my yep. goodness. You all know time. You said Charlotte. Bad lineup. Were relevant and fun to watch. Yeah. This was like... I, the opposite. I, I, 
can't. I can probably count on one hand how many minutes of Magic basketball I watched. Yeah, yeah, not a lot. Terrible. Probably giving them a little bit of a plus for the fact that Cole Anthony was a shining yes. light for them. Yeah. Um, the guy has no fear. He's so That's fun it. to watch, and he plays beyond his years. Yeah. So I think um, he's going to be a really good leader for that franchise going forward. But yeah, just another disappointing season for Orlando. I agree with that Cole Anthony point. Yeah, uh, Lee, what did you give them? The two-timer, I'm giving them an F. An F. An F. F. Thank God the season is over for them. I was absolutely <laughs> sick of them. Um, yeah. With Vuchkorn, they had absolutely nothing. They're practically sending out a G League team onto the hardwood, you know. Mm, yeah. um, there were I, I did really like um, Cole Anthony, um, and I really did like Terrence Ross, to be honest, but it was just shocking. They've got what they've got Jalen Sowers coming in, who will hopefully... Do a bit. Wagner. Wagner. Yeah, well, for me, because I bashed on them so, so much, <laughs> yeah. this is bizarre. I've given them a C+. Plus. What? C plus. I've what? given them a C+, plus and this is... Um, yeah, the way my track record would suggest I gave them a negative. But I've given them a positive purely for the fact they've now got a clear direction because for the last couple of years yeah. they've been clinging on, pushing for that eighth seed only mm. to get waxed by the Bucks or yeah. Philly or whoever mm. the case may be or the Nets. They've now fully, fully embraced the rebuild, they got have. off the contracts, contract of <laughs> Gordon, Fournier, Bridge, yeah. Yeah, um, and just I've given them that positive just for the fact we clearly know where they're going now mm. um, yep. as opposed to hanging on for dear life. So that for was sure. it's bizarre because for all, all intents and purposes, I should be giving them an F as well. But uh, I've given them a plus. Plus, what is that? Crazy, crazy, crazy. That's probably the most surprising so far. We're living in an alternate reality (laughs) now, aren't we? Uh, Philadelphia. Are we up to? Lee. I'll go. Um, What did they finish? I feel like they finished first. They finished first. 29 and 23. And and to be... And I I gave them an A-, minus. but to be honest, I don't think I've watched too much Philly this year because I can't remember much of what they did. It's like a lifetime ago that we saw these teams, doesn't it? It does. I'm just wondering how they fell apart. I get, like, Ben Simmons, sure, but how do they fall apart so badly in the playoffs after finishing first? I'm looking 49 and Uh, 23 in the regular. That's the million-dollar question. Mm. I am so, so sick to death of putting my faith in <laughs> oh, absolutely. I think prior to this season, the previous two seasons, I predicted they'd finish first mm, and be yeah. right up there. They finished. I predicted fifth this season, finished first, so a little positive for that. I yeah. gave them a C+. Plus. <laughs> um, yet they just, in the playoffs, just fall to absolute garbage. Yeah. And like I, I can't keep getting my expectations up for this team. No. Um, positive, Embiid certainly helped. We had this debate going into the season. Was it Simmons or Embiid that you run with? Mm-hmm. I think we. Did, I think I said Simmons. I feel like I said Simmons. I think yeah, all I said. Yeah, Simmons, I think we, we did. Yeah, yeah. Um, Embiid's absolutely one hundred percent unequivocally settled that debate. Yes. Um, he was a genuine, probably MVP favorite till he went down with injury. Uh, so seeing him take that stride, fantastic. But the pure, given what they've done over the last few years, the fact that they've just bombed out um, so. Horrendously mm. in the fight in the in the playoffs, not even the finals in the playoffs. Mm. Um, it's only a slight positive. It should be probably a negative, but they finished first, so I'll give them a C plus. I'm with you. I've given them a C plus. You'd probably give them near on an A for their regular season, but yeah. you'd give them near on an F for their playoffs performance. So mm. it sort of evens it out a bit, doesn't it? But sort of these early exits in the playoffs are becoming the norm for for the 76ers, which is a real worry for them going forward because what's happening is their culture at the moment is is shot. It's non-existent. And well, Simmons has not answered any calls. Had, they've not had any contact with the organisation mm. since the season concluded. It's a bad spot to be at the moment. And I don't care that they finish first because they've gone out early in the playoffs and that's at the end of the day what you're playing for for yeah. for success in the playoffs and I think the team's just not mentally capable at the moment of winning an NBA championship and, and I don't really see it changing too much going forward even if they were to get rid of Ben Simmons for another couple of pieces I, I just think they they almost need a complete uh, complete personnel goes change down the, down the shoot, yeah. you it? almost need oh, to I think built so hard and so mm. long only to not reach anything. Yeah, exactly been right. Very, very disappointing. Um, I would hate to be a Philly fan. Right <laughs> oh, so would I. Um, shout out to our man Chris Swick at the Depth of Dark Side mm. podcast. He's he's a beloved Toronto <laughs> Raptors. 
Yeah. Mate, I've given them a D rating. Okay. I didn't want to be too harsh, but a D. Predicted they'd finish seventh. They finished twelfth at twenty-seven and forty-five. Mm. Not too many positives out of this season. I was really trying to dig deep to find a couple. Mm. Uh, Boucher's growth and seeing him coming to the scene, um, getting him in my fantasy team. No, that was a good no. one. Yeah. <laughs> I'm getting him. Um, so I saw that development. Gary Trent, who came over in the Norman Power trade from the Blazers there, mm. showed quite a few bright sparks. Mm. Um, but, you know, really the big downgrade was how they performed. Yeah. And the fact I have a lot less confidence in Siakam leading the oh, team. God, yep. yeah. Uh, I just feel like they're really, really stuck in no man's land. Mm. Hopefully moving off of Lowry now. Mm-hmm. Um, they're, but they're just, they're just a middling team not going anywhere at the mm. minute. No kind of purpose or vision. Mm. Um, and yes, the Arkham, he just runs so hot and cold. Yeah. But I, I really think he's not a guy who can be a number one on a team. He's not all. the answer, is he? He's not. No. He's no Alan Iverson. <laughs> <laughs> he's absolutely not. I gave him a D as well. Um, sorry, Chris. Um, <sighs> to me, it almost looked as if the Toronto Raptors this season had lost the desire to win and succeed. I think they gave up far too often, far too easily. Yep. Um, Gone from second in the East, 53 wins last season, to 27 wins this year. It's just an absolute Ouch. failure if ever I've seen one. Um, to me, it was still strange, though, because they've got the calibre of players who are actually playoff. Like, they can lead your team to playoffs. Yeah. We look at Lowry, Van Vliet, Siakam, Ananobi, Chris Boucher. Like it, they've got the personnel, but it, it might have just been a mindset sort of thing this yeah. year. But a lot of these players have already won the championship. Is the hunger still there? You just wonder that as well. But yeah, yeah. definitely, uh, it just it just didn't click, did no, it? it so didn't at all. It was a D from you as well, right? D. Lee. Chris is actually going to um, be quite happy with my answer. I think I gave him a C plus um, this. Yeah, I did. Um, I feel feel like you're you guys are looking at the the glass. What is it? Half Half, half empty. Half empty. And I'm looking at it half full. Bro, you said they had no desire to win, Mm. but then you need to remember they played every game on the road. Pretty much, they were based in Tampa, not in Toronto. Um, It did feel like quite a draining season um, for the Raps. They're away from home. They had the Siakam struggles. Norman Powell got traded, and I think with Larry's uncertainty on staying or leaving, it kind of it hurts them a little bit. Yeah, Um, because that was in the air for a while, wasn't it? Yeah, but you got to look at the highs among the lows. Um, I I think they do have a really solid core. in, Do you in, have faith in Siakam? Not in Siakam leading a team, no, but th- their core as a whole I think is good, especially Chris Boucher and Gary Trent Jr. They came out. Who's the leader? Of the, like every team pretty much you can pretty much flick to has a leader now, can't yeah. you? Yeah. But who is the Raptors? Well, it was it was Lowry, I yeah. think, last year. Would it be who, Van Vliet now? Oh. Or would you put Siakam over Van Vliet oh, still? It's probably Fred, isn't it? Yeah, it probably is, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. okay. Mm. Uh, well, an interesting season. They've certainly got a big hill to climb to get back to the yeah. mountaintop, don't they? Who'd they get? Dragic and someone? Uh, they didn't get a lot. They got... Uh, Valeri, this is. Oh. And they picked up Scotty Barnes in the Scotty draft. Scotty Barnes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Scotty too hotty. Uh, <laughs> not There's not a lot going on there nah. in the, the Great North. No uh, let's end, lads, with the Washington Wizards. Uh, Lee, your... Your ex, ex. old the old, the one that got away. (laughs) What did you? How did you see their season? Initially, um, I think they had a very rough start to the season. It was quite evident. They did turn it around about halfway. Russ was getting those triple doubles on the board, and I think it's we we probably should have expected they have a slow start to the season with Russ getting implemented on the team because he's it probably it might even happen with the Lakers because it's no easy feat putting a player like Russ who's so bowl dominant Mm. into a team. Um, so I, I gave them a C, though. A C. I gave them a C minus. I predicted they'd finish ninth. They finished eighth, thirty-four and thirty-eight. Um, the big, I guess, downgrade was the fact of how poorly they started. Yeah. Um, Scotty Brooks was very, 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 very lucky to keep his job. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, he, for all money, I thought he was going to get the flick for a while there. His bum was literally on fire. It was on mm. fire on the <laughs> red <laughs> drawer. Um, they managed to turn things around, make the playoffs after best in the place. Places. Yeah. Pace is in the plane, lost 4 1 there yep. to Philly. Um, I liked what I saw from Rui. Um, liked what I saw from Rui. I thought Denny Advia was a. Um, let it was down. disappointing. Let down. Yeah, uh, yeah let down. Well put. Uh, the fact that guy just annoyed me so many times. I didn't watch that many Wizards games, but every game I saw, I pretty much saw him pick up 
two or three fouls in the space of a minute or mm. two and then just ruin his whole game, his whole yeah. flow. Uh, yeah, just those tendencies were a downgrade for me because I thought he had some a lot of potential. Mm-hmm. If they could have got things clicking earlier, um, they could have been you know up and around that fifth, sixth, seventh mm. positioning and maybe given a few other teams a couple of headaches, possibly. Yeah, mm. yeah. Um, but yeah, I give them a downgrade. They kind of they got one year of the Russell Westbrook experience and it was a failure. Yeah. First mm. round exit. Yeah, I gave them a C minus. Um, really slow start to the season, which you know eventually hindered their entire season. They fi- finished eighth in the end, and coming up against the first seeds never going to go your way. History would say, um, even no. though it was Philly in that first position, ne- you never know. But um, I think for me, they just looked far too reliant on Brad Bill and Westbrook showing up on a nightly basis. Far too many passengers. Rui was good at times, but I think um, overall they looked very thin. You mentioned Denny before. He let me down big time. I, th- I was expecting so much more <laughs> out, things of, were, yeah. out of Denny. He was he, when he was playing in the in Europe. He was he was dominating, and I was sort of envisaging like a not yeah. not a Luca um, type transition to the NBA, but I was expecting him to be more, more comfortable. And he looked out of his depth, and yep. that was disappointing. Um, but and again, we're not going to touch on next season. But I think the loss of Westbrook is is it probably a good thing for them? Yes. Do you, do you see them having a better season next season? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I think so. I reckon that team as well. They're going to mm. be fun to watch. They mm. will be. I love seeing KCP with his hair out. He what, what, <laughs> absolutely yeah. homeless. Yeah. Was it you? You yeah. said in our group chat KCP looked like a bum, didn't he? <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, they they're going to be quite exciting. And now it goes back again, like because. For so long, John Wall was out and Brad Bill was leading the team. He kind of had to share duties this mm. year. But it is, again, his team this year. And he's got capable, capable shooters around mm. him. A couple of players who have a fair bit to prove. Kuz will mm. want to come out yes. and really, uh, you know, change the scenery and assert himself mm. as, in the league as a prominent player. Yeah. Um, there's a lot to like about that team. They've got something that they didn't have this year in that step. Yeah. Yes. So I think that's going to put them in good stead going forward. Bradley Bill could well average 40 to 45 points a game this year. He really could. <laughs> he could really just could. light it up because they will, like, they've got shooters, but they will just look to feed him. Mm. He can. He will put up some big, big numbers. My most intriguing one, and, and we'll do a season preview going forward, but Kuz, he's, he's, got the, he's got the role now where he could, you know, he could grow out of his shell that he's been in for so many years and reach his potential. Mm. You never truly the, know. The lights are still going to be bright in the capital, but certainly not to the extent that they no. were in, in LA, were they? Yeah, no. Um, Lee, how yeah. do you feel? Um, was well, it, well, was I it think, a Hornets? Are you still happy? Yeah, I'm still happy. Looking ahead I was to just going to say, we didn't really mention Montrez Harrell. Because um, yeah. I, I don't know, is he going to be starting? I don't know. But it seemed like he was touted so high at the Clippers because he was so good as that six-piece off the bench. And then he went to the Lakers. Even and Lewis, that tandem together, yeah. were just unstoppable. Crazy. And he was kind of starting on and off with the Lakers, and he didn't do much. So I think they the Wizards picked him up for pretty pretty good um, value and price. Mm. Fellas, we've rattled through all 15 teams for the eight. A few uh, interesting picks there, and mm. certainly... Yeah. Um, when you don't have the, when you don't necessarily have the same criteria for your grading, it's always <laughs> going to be a bit different, doesn't it? Which is good. It's, fun, yeah, to yeah. Hear, it's always fun to hear somebody get an F. Yes. I tell you what, I would hate to be a student <laughs> if you were a teacher at a school. Like, you would be savage. But um, yeah, certainly enjoyed doing that, guys. Be sure to let us know where we went right, where we went wrong, what you would have changed. Hit us up on our socials. We love engaging with you guys and. Uh, you know, hearing what you thought of the show, mm. we're looking forward to next week. We are going to do the West. Yeah. Now that's yes. going to be a. Uh, to it. It's always a lot fun going to the West. The West is going <laughs> to be is. a real fun one, and I think that one as well will have quite a few contrasting yeah. opinions. Um, we might uh, during the week set up maybe some. So we're all. Oh, I don't know. I quite enjoyed having our differences in their grading well system. let me ask you this when a teacher grade your work is she grading it on what she thought you were going to you know <laughs> achieve or is she grading it on how you went bit of both is... no she's bit not of both. no she's not <laughs> Dude, that's... no we will discuss and we'll probably but that's more. true that, that that's um that's a quite a good analogy yeah, uh, yeah. Um, i can't really fire back i think that you've, you've provided quite a fair amount of logic there. Um, big shout out to our fourth co-host, Millie, today. Thank oh, you for somewhat God. simmering down, dog. Um, but yeah, guys, the West next week, we won't, again, once again, we won't have any odds and ends or anything next week, but be sure to stay up to date with our socials. Mm-hmm. Any of the latest breaking news from the NBA, NBL, we will be sure to break to you. Let us um, know what grade shocked you the most. 
I think <laughs> what was the great I said that shocked uh, me? It was Detroit one... Pistons or Orlando Magic. Yeah, the you Magic getting C a plus. plus. The Magic getting a plus. That was absolutely ridiculous. Uh, the surprise, probably biggest surprise from both you two was Brooklyn getting yeah. an A and a B. Oh, B a little more realistic, and A was. <laughs> That was like whoa, yeah, especially just, seen as I gave them C minus, yeah. which was good. I like it when we've got the uh, the difference in opinion. Mm, so mm, for sure, big Let us hear episode yours. in store next week, guys. Um, was there any other news or anything you want to get off your chest before we wind her up? No, not really. But I tell you what, doing these not season... really, but well, hold on, <laughs> these season um, season recaps have made me so much more keen to do the next season yeah, me too. previews because there's Absolutely. been so much change over this off season. A lot of these teams were spoken about, and again next week, the changes have been so vast. We're talking has about been. completely different different teams, haven't they? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Yep. So we're looking forward to doing that over the coming months. Yeah, that's mm. going to be big. The West, I, I reckon we'll have a few interesting ones. I'll try not to have my purple and gold blinkers <laughs> on like you did, bro, if you were Celtics. I'm so keen to see what you give the Lakers. You know? <laughs> Can't imagine it'll be too good. No, I wouldn't have thought so. <laughs> um, guys, be sure to stay up to date with our socials. Subscribe wherever you listen to the show. Drop those five-star rating reviews. We certainly appreciate all the continued support. And we will be back fit and firing next week to break down our Western Conference recap. It's good to be back. Yeah, yeah, we're loving it. Yeah, yeah. did you guys... I, we were saying just before we came on air, before we wrap up, we, I was quite nervous yeah. for this episode. feels like I've been off for like a month. It's only a week off, but... Um, and when we're in sort of like a cathedral, I would say, <laughs> yeah, at the moment. Swap, bit of echo. Yeah, we've our locations for the recording, and yeah, they've got quite a high ceiling here. Very so there, high it has been a bit of an echo, but uh, we'll uh, look to address that problem next week. <laughs> Till then, guys, have a good week, and we'll talk to you soon. Love you, bye.